This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. This is a Radio Labour report recorded on Monday, May 22nd, 2023. I'm Mark Bolaje. I have been involved, my office has been involved in the last year, last two years, in about a dozen strikes where workers have stood up, they've gone out on strike, and we have tried to provide the assistance that we could. That is Bernie Sanders, a Democratic Socialist congressman in the United States. He is a strong supporter of labor unions in the country. Here he is speaking recently to the Oxford Union Debating Society in the UK. What we learned when we got involved in these situations is invariably the corporation that the workers were striking was making very high profits, maybe even record-breaking profits. And then what they would do is they go to the workers and say, well, we want to cut back on your benefits or we're not going to give you a wage increase commensurate with inflation. And you sit and you think, why, with record-breaking profits, would they want to do that? And it's case after case. I'll never forget, there were women in California, mostly women, who were working in a large bakery owned by a billionaire family. And their demands were minimal. Minimal. And the company fought them, fought them. I think the workers eventually won, or won most of their demands. And you began to realize two things. Number one, it wasn't the money. They could afford the money. It was the power. It was telling workers in a union, you think if you stand up and you oppose me, you're going to get something. Got news for you. I got the power. You don't. And I don't care how just your cause is. I don't care how much money I make, how much you need it. You ain't getting it because I have the power. That was lesson number one that came right across my desk loud and clear. And the second lesson that we learned is that we dealt with Company X. It turned out that Company X was owned by somebody else. It wasn't the company. They didn't even make the decisions. And then it turns out, after a little bit of study, you find that in America, you got three, one, two, three, Wall Street firms, BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. You got those three investment firms that have assets combined of control assets, they don't own it, they control it, of $20 trillion. They have ownership all over the world. And it turns out that in the United States, they control, they are the major shareholders. They don't control, they are major shareholders of 95% of the S&P 500. So when you talk about power and you talk about concentration of ownership, you got three Wall Street firms combined that are the major shareholders in 95% of the major corporations in America. A few thousand people make incredible economic decisions. So that's concentration of ownership. In America, there are eight major media conglomerates that control about 90% of what the American people see, hear, and read. About 90% of the content the people get exposed to comes from eight major media conglomerates. Owned by, obviously, very, very wealthy people. Now, in America, we don't have censorship. I get on television every other day, and so forth. But what you do have 
is a situation where almost all of the media limits itself in the kinds of questions and issues that are allowed to be discussed. And one of the points we make early in the book, that I make early in the book, is what real politics is as opposed to media politics. Media politics has to do with polling. It has to do with gossip. It has to do this person doesn't like this person, and this person is upset about this. And look at the dumb thing that member of Congress said. That doesn't mean anything to anybody. The real issues, i.e., what is happening to working people and why, they are almost never discussed. And that's it. Labor news you can use. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.